0: Welcome to Blue Notes On Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics.
1: My understanding is part of their business plan is they actually want to become not only a bank, but a banking technology provider at the same time, so that's a big play and what will be very interesting to see is how that scales outside of China.
0: Today, ANZ's Nigel Dobson chats with the Australian Digital Commerce Association CEO Nick Jurieto on blockchain, banks and China on the sides of the APAC blockchain conference in Melbourne. We hope you enjoy the discussion. Hi there, it's Nigel Dobson here, Banking Services. I'm here with Nick Jurieto who's the CEO of um, ADCA and um, they've staged a, a uh, two-day conference here yeah. in Melbourne this week, it's been uh, the APAC blockchain conference, incredibly well attended. Yeah, um, I was really impressed at how you brought all these people together and, and to kind of prove that um, distributed ledger technology had, has had matured yeah. and it was, the conversations were so, more, so much more thoughtful and mature than I'd seen in previous yeah. uh, conferences. How about you? How did you find that uh, the two day? Yeah, look, uh,
1: it, was, it was a lot of work, but we were mm. delighted. There were 450 people, as Nigel said. And um, I think in particular, what was exciting was uh, we were able to bring almost 50 delegates from China. Um, and that's uh, come out of a relationship that ADK has been working on with a group in China called the China Blockchain Development Forum. And then today we were able to bring some of them to the ANZ Bank, including uh, WeBank. You had some really interesting things to share, I think.
0: Absolutely, so yeah, we've just come out of that um, discussion. Um, really good uh, crowd from the Chinese delegation that Nick had uh, brought th- into Australia. And WeBank, it's a totally digital bank. It's uh, sp- sponsored primarily by Tencent. Uh, so it's a private um, um, a company as well um, but really really progressive um, they've got some fantastic ideas about how to use blockchain what i f- thought was really interesting when benjamin lee from WeBank talked about what problems they solved first with distributed ledger it was actually the same as what we'd done yeah first um so we uh, had tackled the, the concept of, or the problem of, of reconciliation. Uh, we used it between, for Nostro accounts, we did that uh, piece of work with Wells Fargo, and that was the first thing they had solved yeah. as well, I thought that was really interesting. It
1: was, it was interesting, um, you know, th- th- that co- th- that reconciliation problem I guess does exist in, you know it's the heart of any banking yes. uh, relationship. Yeah. I thought the other thing that was quite cool was, and this is a scale thing that WeBank obviously have, uh, because they're attached to WeChat which has only a billion users or 500 million users or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they were able to scale that and then apply their banking solution on the back end um, okay. and provide you know, micro loans to all of those social media users, which is a really interesting model. I thought that was really
0: interesting too, Nick. And, and what, if I heard Benjamin correctly, they've got 130 million banking yeah. customers. Right, through that yeah. digital platform, which is remarkable. Um, the other thing that I took away from that presentation, they're completely cloud-based, so their core banking is is, is hosted in the cloud. Yeah. Uh, and they've also developed a lot of their own technology, particularly around distributed ledgers. And they rent that technology to other financial institutions on a, on as a service basis too, yeah, right?
1: That's right. M- my understanding is that you know, part of their business plan is that they actually want to become not only a bank, but a banking technology provider at yep. the same time. So yep. you know, that's, a, that's a big play. And what will be very interesting to see is how that scales outside of China.
0: Yeah, exactly. So look, what we also talked about today um, was uh, in a panel discussion were the challenges of the trade finance supply chain. It's that sort of golden uh, golden egg, if you like, that um, we'd really just like to solve this long and elongated problem we have between multiple counterparties in a, in a supply chain. But what I also thought was interesting is that um, the participants in the panel um, also felt like we did, that it's a very complex problem. Mm. And, and solving parts of that problem over time, as we understand the technology better, we get better skills of our own, uh, and increased collaboration, and also standards and understanding uh, along that supply chain, because there are so many actors. Yeah. Yeah, I thought
1: I thought there were two interesting things there. So um, uh, we heard from the Wangsheng Group. Uh, now they started yes. out as an automi- automobile manufacturer and clearly have a complex supply chain behind them. Mm. So they were able to work with WeBank in terms of supply chain finance for that automobile sector. Yes. Uh, so because they had better understanding of that
0: particular area, they were able to sort of. Apply that and make progress, rather yes. than trying to
1: solve the whole big problem all at once. Yeah. that's a good point but, because yeah.
0: you know what what um, Wang Chung did show was that they stuck to the business they knew, they stuck to the problems yeah. that they understood, um, and I think that was a really good lesson. Um, that's what we've tried to do here at ANZ, is to. Um, tackle problems we understand deeply. Um, work with customers with whom we can collaborate, who also we understand their problems, like the property sector, uh, and the bank guarantee gi- digitization work that we've done. And I think that's a real lesson. Yeah. And it's also great to hear from you know from uh, Chinese companies and banks to, that, that they are thinking very similarly yeah, about right. these um, challenges as well.
1: Yeah. So no, it's it's been great great exchange and exchange. And one of the things that we're really pleased about is you know, being able to facilitate that communication. And uh, certainly from ADCA's point of view, we will be uh, doing further missions back to China and we hope to bring more Chinese back to Australia as well. And the more we can do that, uh, the more we can learn from one another. I think importantly, Australia does have a really good opportunity as some of this ecosystem grows uh, because obviously they China is our biggest trading partner. Mm. We are their eighth biggest trading partner. Right. Um, uh, because of our role in the standards uh, process, yep they're quite interested in uh, using Australia as a test bed for some of these international collaborations. So if we can make the most of that, we have the potential to be at the, you know, amongst the early adopters of this emerging tech as it really goes forward.
0: Right, and solving real problems along our traditional supply chains. I think exactly. the point you make about our trading relationships is really critical, right? Yeah. Um, and so, working with the Chinese companies, be it the banks or the technology companies, I think um, that, that that holds great hope for, for ANZ and we're, yeah. we're, we'll be delighted to work with those companies. I might even come on that trip with you next time.
1: That'd be awesome. Okay. All right, All right. Great. thanks very much.
0: Thanks. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes On Air. Blue Notes On Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin MacLeod.